All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Aloha. We got my dad. What's going on? And today we're doing the third part or another region of the horror bracket, trying to figure out the best horror movie there is alive or well or anything you want to say about it. <laughs> um, and we've already hit a lot of really hard things, hard matchups. And so yeah. today I think we'll have some more hard matchups. I'm excited for it. You guys ready? I'm ready, Let's man. Let's do it. All right, so we're going to just go ahead and start out. Um, like I said, the numbers don't matter, so I'm not actually going to say the numbers um, because they don't matter. Um, I'm going to go with, so it's Hellraiser versus the first one, like I said, out of the 10. We're just doing the first one. <laughs> we're just doing the originals. Yeah. Um, and The Grudge, just the original. Um, just the original. There's three of those, I think. Yeah. Yeah, including uh, I think I for, does that include the new one too? I forget that there's a 2020. The 20, everyone did because no one went and saw it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. I don't. I, oh, I did. Oh, it's did? not any is it good. great. No, yeah, they should have left it alone. Okay, All right, so this is the OG with OG Sarah Michelle Geller. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we'll start with Hellraiser. I hadn't seen Hellraiser except for the first time last week, and um, what I can say about it um, <laughs> is that I liked how they used all all practical effects. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. That's and so, sure. of course, I think they had to. Um, they didn't have much else to work with other than horrible CGI like you see in Howard and the Duck. Howard the Duck. Um, <laughs> the story itself, I wasn't expecting it to be such a sexual story. Um, but it's okay, I guess. Um, I, well, I think the only thing against the movie is I would have preferred more Pinhead because he's kind of the whole reason of the, this, the franchise and he's in it for maybe 10 minutes of screen time, maybe, which is okay, I guess, for the story. But... Um, Overall thoughts of it, I did like it. It kind of it didn't really scare me, I guess, because I'm old now, older now, and maybe it would have scared me at the time, maybe you know, if I was younger. Um, I thought it was a pretty good horror film. It did what it was supposed to do. Um, the plot in it, it's a little weird, I think. But then you see some weird creatures. I I like the um, whatever they're called. I'm gonna call them symbiotes. I know that's not what they're called. The Cinnabots, Cinnabots, yeah, uh, Cinnabites, yeah. Cinnabites, Cinnabots, um, symbiotes, whatever, Cinnabuns, whatever they are. <laughs> I like something. Whatever they are. I like all four of them. Pinhead's one of them. I guess he's the leader. He, mm -hmm. When he finally speaks, he's like British or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> Yeah, because I think the yeah. actor who plays him is British. Overall, I, I liked yeah, it. I, th I think it's a well-done horror film and it deserves to be on the list. So that's yeah. my overall thoughts of it, at least. I, yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um, Hellraiser, this movie is wild, honestly. It is, like you said, the overall, the overall plot of it is kind of... It's kind of cool and it's kind of interesting, but this movie, it, like I said, it's nuts. It's bizarre. It's a little ridiculous, but it's entirely effective and incredibly disturbing in parts. Like, there's parts you cannot turn away from. You don't want to watch. Um, because of that, the, the movie does produce several um, intense, gripping scenes. Um, like Jordan said, the makeup, the uh, animatronics, the, the costumes and stuff, all of that is very very well done it's incredible and it's it's like i said it's kind of it's to a point it's so well done it's disturbing even i mean even today yeah this movie is a bit of a mind trip uh you know there's there's so many practical effects that are just so cool and well so well done like when the guy is coming back from being dead oh yeah and you know all he is is muscle and then Gross. you know it's just it's it's blood. Just it's gross. just terrible. Yeah, he's like Voldemort in the first Harry yeah, Potter. I mean, yeah, but like he's more like, graphic. Like, yeah, he's like this uh, sucking on unicorn blood, yeah. but I mean, it's actual people you blood. You see his insides. It's you know, you see everything. It's just it's 
Like I said, this, this, this whole movie is, is kind of that way. Yeah. And then it's just kind of him trying to come back. And then when Pinhead finally arrives. Finally, you don't. Finally arrives. It's, it's, it's a moment because this introduced us to a really iconic character, mm-hmm. which this movie didn't really utilize him as, as well as they probably could have. But it was a great introduction. I mean, you see the the chains fly out with the with the with the hooks and you know grab onto th- you know it's just fantastic. I love Pinhead. <laughs> it's just I do. I do. I just I like Pinhead a lot. Yeah, you see Pinhead at the very beginning. Yeah. Um, and th- I think the very beginning shot set the present for the movie. And I was like, let's go. And then we got like, no Pinhead. No Pinhead. And you got like an hour long of this romance I didn't care about. But then they throw in the weird dude that's getting his muscles back and. Yeah. And even though he's slimy, he's still touching her lips. And, oh, yeah. Um, it's weird, and, and she I can't doesn't take mind. it. Yeah. No, uh-huh. it's, it's a really weird, erotic movie I wasn't expecting, yeah. but it works for what it was supposed to do. Um, and I'll probably watch it, and my wife will never watch this movie. Um, she didn't watch it with me. I watched it <laughs> late at night to begin with, yeah. and she gets scared of everything. I don't, this stuff doesn't scare me as bad, but it was an interesting concept that you have to... She has to take people... And he has to suck on their blood. <laughs> like yeah. it's, an it's an interesting yeah, concept. Feed off of them. Yeah. Like, like I said, especially this first movie, it's 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 the introduction of Pinhead and his, they his make minions. Nine, they make nine more. So. Right. Then that's, that, I think that was the whole thing of this movie because he was such a cool bad guy. And I've read a couple of the books, Clive Barker. Yeah. And when he describes his stuff, it's almost worse than seeing it. Yeah, I mean, he's, I bet. Have he's, you read? he's an awesome author. I mean, no, no doubt. But, yeah, he's... Have you read Have you read the original book that it's based off of? No, I haven't. I I've, think it's called The I've Hellbound read, Heart. I've read one or something. Makes sense. Later down, Hellbound. I've yeah. read one later down the line. It was it's very very graphic. Well, I'll give it to Clive Barker. He stuck with it. He's he's wrote he's written every single movie, all ten. Mm-hmm. So he's ride or die with this thing, and I guess he's making money from it. So yeah, he's and, doing good. I actually thought I thought Pinhead was cool, but I actually kind of like the dude that had the needles in his head, not Pinhead. He's got like <laughs> yeah. an opening in his. In his throat, yeah. and not yeah. slug dude. I don't I think know his name. That's a woman, actually. Girl, whatever. I mean, I'm not. I'm not slug dude. I don't know what slug dude is doing. Uh, um, and then, and then chatter. I'm that's right. Uh, I think that's what he's calling. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so creepy. Yeah. I so think, they do good prosthetically. I think in the I great think in characters. The, from what I read, I think in the books, Pinhead is not as prominent. He's just another one of the Cenobites. He um he is. I think the female one with the giant. Um, fishing lure sticking out of her face thing. I think she's the leader of the Cenobites in the book. And then I think they, I read something that said like it was hard for her to speak in the movie, for her to have any speaking lines really. So they were mostly given to Pinhead. And Clive Barker hated the name Pinhead for a while. People kept calling him that as a joke. And he's like, no, he was just called the lead Cenobite, I guess. But, um, but yeah, it works. It, he, I, I like the fact that he was chosen as basically the face of this franchise because, um, his face is iconic. His face is horrifying. He, his face and the image of Pinhead himself, goes very well with this freaking wild, disturbing movie. Yeah, I mean the book that I read, he was the man. <laughs> I kind of front and center. Was he, was he? He was the man. And you read it down the line, right? Yeah. I felt like in the movie they, any one of them could have become the face of the franchise. They just he just yeah. got going. You know what I'm saying? Like he did get the most speaking parts, but. I don't know. I, I, I think Pinhead was obviously the one they wanted to go for, but I could have seen it all four, except for Slugface. I don't know who he was doing, but I didn't like him. Slug dude with like the weird glasses on. Didn't like oh, him. Oh, the guy with no neck? Yeah. Okay. I just called him he Slugface. And then the scorpion thing is weird, too. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. he's, not, he's not a Cinnabite or bot or symbiote. Not, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, the movie symbiote. was kind of creepy, kind of gross at times, but yeah. it really 
I like the box, but it's like effective. The, yeah, it, yeah, the box is fantastic. It's it's it effective. Yeah, it's disturbing and yeah. it does what it needs to. Only thing it doesn't do is explain anything, but um, which oh, is fine. You, oh, you mean <laughs> they don't explain like anything <laughs> except for like the, they just suffer in pleasure. You kind of get, <laughs> you kind of get more as if you watch more of the movies. I don't know. I'm not sure I will. Yeah, because this might. first because this first movie, I I told Jordan I rewatched it. Um, I rewatched it this last week too because I hadn't seen it in probably seven or eight years, and man, I forgot how crazy psychosexual it is and stuff and it's basically the first hour it's like what will a woman do for a good bang that's basically all it is for like the first well, she hour. Lo- well and like she loves the brother, brother I don't know, whatever, whatever he is whatever. Right. yeah yeah we're not gonna like spoil it's it weird, but, but it's it's very weird oh, this is maybe i don't really what? care to it's there's 10 of them i was gonna say it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter spoiling that's what, true this early 80s or it doesn't matter what happens in it. obviously doesn't matter what happens in this movie because People come back for the other movies, so it doesn't matter how this. So I don't think people, even if they die in this movie, they really only die. I think that's the point of this crap. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the sequels so, actually. A couple of the sequels have the people in the first one that do die. Well, number so. two is. I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think if I remember correctly, I haven't seen two in a while, but I think Hellbound. number two, number two, kind of, kind of carries on the story from the first one. It's got the same girl in it. It's got, it. it's got, yeah, it's got yeah. Kirsty and Julie in it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, the the same girl. I've saw. I've seen. She's in several of the sequels. Weird, I think, right? I um, think the the ladies in it also. Henry Cavill Somehow, is in so. like part eight. Yeah, we looked up Henry. Henry he is. He definitely. He's definitely gonna die. Like, I can Hellraiser: feel it. Colon Hellworld or something. Yeah, yeah. He's in that one, I think, from two thousand five. Crap's wild. I've seen a lot of them, but they're just pretty unforgettable. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hellraiser's going against The Grudge, and The Grudge is came after The Ring. Um, it's very similar, in my opinion, um, in a way. So like, it's basically a curse. You know, it's a, it's a nurse curse. <laughs> it's a nurse. Good one. Who's played by Sam Michelle Geller? She's working in Tokyo. She's exposed to a, a mysterious curse, and it makes you have powerful rage before claiming before claiming a life for the victim. It just it's it's it made a precedent because kids are creepy. We were talking about that before, and they do well. It's like it's kind of like the Ring. They dress a kid up really creepy, and it kills. You know, it's the same type of thing. And they got the ah thing. That thing's really creepy. Um, <laughs> that that's all I think. When I think of the Grudge, it has that's what I think of that yeah. that sound. So it's got yeah. a. When well, you, yeah, it's, it's all throughout. Yeah. yeah, when when you can make a movie and no one cared about me but the sound, I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, like, the grudge is fine, but it's just like Halloween. Halloween's a great movie, but it's got a good sound. It's got a sound bit to it. But the grudge, everyone knows, you know, about yeah. to, something's about the to go voice. down. You start hearing, yeah. ah, and then it has the whole, that's kind of, I don't know, it's not the first time, but it's one of the best effective, which is like upside down crap. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. It's, it's creepy. Weird. It does what it's supposed to do. That's so. true. That's that's what I remember from this movie is, I saw it a few years ago, but I don't remember. It has a lot of hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's weird how much hair is in this movie. Lots of hair. I don't remember too much about it, but I do remember, um, it's not terrible, but it's not great. It's just, I remember it being a collection of creepy sounds and a collection of creepy images. Um but beyond that, I don't remember much about the story. I just remember it was nothing super special, but just a few creepy moments. And like Jordan said, that uh, yeah, whatever sound the grudge makes. <laughs> that's not like a burp. <laughs> not like I can't that. do it. Okay. <laughs> Excuse you. Uh, I watched this recently. There were aspects of it. Okay. I don't like cheap scares. It's I, full of it. I, I can't it? stand it, and it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like when it's she's Tokyo. it's like she's walking through a, she's walking through a quiet room. I don't know what that means. I just what? I thought it was weird. It's in Tokyo. He said it's in Tokyo. I, I hadn't seen it in a long like, time. What does that have to do? With I hadn't seen it in a long time. It's just weird. It's in Tokyo. <laughs> okay, that's true. Uh, it's like like one time she's walking through a quiet room, and and you know the phone rings real loud. You know, it's like cheap scares like that. Yeah, it's just 
it kind of devalues the movie for me. And the what's new Scooby Doo thing comes on. Yeah, and it goes, and it goes throughout the whole, the whole movie. I mean, it's just, and they did stuff with going back and fit, you know, Bill Pullman was in this. Yeah, and it goes back and shows what he did, and then it goes back and shows what another person did. It's like keeps going back, and I it hate just that crap. It was, and it, well, it, it wasn't done well. That's part of the problem. I feel like horror movies. Just, there's are there are a couple, but when you have a horror movie, the whole going back and forth thing doesn't usually benefit your movie. This one did yeah, not. It's, good horror movies you have a straight narrative, unless right. unless there's like a twist and then you go back a couple flashbacks, you know. But mm-hmm. when you go back and forth that much, it does not do well for your story. And, you know, <laughs> and like I've said, you know, previously, unless you're Christian Nolan, kids in movies are creepy as crap. I mean, they are the yeah. worst, the absolutely worst. And I, I love kids in movies because if something's going to scare me, it's, it's going to be a kid. Uh, yeah, because you think of children as like just pure innocence. Right, you know, right. But and you've got this demon kid. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay, so he was scary. But as far as the movie goes, is the grudge a it male was just or there. Is it a boy? I think he's a little boy. Okay. Wow, boss, that was a girl. I think you're, you no, assume it's a girl because I got long freaking hair, but I don't think no, so. No, there's a little boy and there's a girl. Hmm. Oh, well, that's right. Maybe, it's been a minute. Maybe it's the woman. Maybe the mother. But they, right. they pull a lot of hair out of their yeah. throats and stuff. It's gross. So there is a little boy, <laughs> and, and I think it's a mother. The father killed them and then killed himself. As you do. And okay, so, yeah. and so they're the ones that are terror- terrorizing this Man, house. I haven't seen it in a minute. In Tokyo. Yeah. In Tokyo. It's in yes. Tokyo. It just hit, it's in Tokyo because the filmmaker's Japanese. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who did the original Ring, mm-hmm. or not the original. No, Ring. I'm Gosh, you got me thrown off. <laughs> now. They're the same movie. He did the original Grudge. It's yeah. called Juwan or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he did the original a couple it's of years before. Juan. No, it's like the J.U. No, yeah, we're in Tokyo. That's right. Yeah. So we're in Tokyo. The only Tokyo movie I watch is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. So, I mean, <laughs> no, it's not true. But I will, I will, ad- I, I mean, I think it's cool that the filmmaker who did the original Japanese version is like, I'm going to do an American version with Sarah Michelle Gellar, too. Cool. Um, and I've heard, I haven't seen the original, but I've heard it's just as mediocre as the, as the American remake. Oh, so. Okay. I haven't seen you. I've seen. I've seen the American, not the Tokyo. Let's just say this was yeah. the second time I've seen it, and I'm, I wasn't impressed this time either. So. It's it's fun. All right, let's vote. Um, I vote Hellraiser over Grudge, personally. Yeah, Hellraiser. I think, I think this was easy for me on this one. <laughs> Hellraiser is freaking nuts. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go Hellraiser too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna go Hellraiser. Yeah, it's David's gonna go the Grudge. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pin Pinhead beats out little girl boy. Whatever thing it is, I don't know what it is. It's the grudge. Little girl boy girl demon. Boy thing. Little demon. <laughs> little, creepy little, thing. It says it's demonic or like take you know like a demonic oh, presence. So. Whatever it is. All right. Next we have Jordan Peele's Us going against Stephen King's The Mist. Um, we'll start with Us. Us is the. It's not a sequel to Get Out, but it's the second movie that Jordan Peele made, and this movie is bonkers. It has to do with basically a family being terrorized by their doppelgangers um this movie came out pretty recently won't say a crazy amount about it but i think it did really good on the scares um the acting it's great um on both sides because they're playing a lot of them playing two different parts Mm -hmm. um the acting is really great it had effective scares the ending ending context away from the movie a little bit because it's kind of grasping for straws for me but i still like this movie a lot and I think that Jordan Peele just hit out of the park again. It's not as good as Get Out, but I do think he's got a, m- a mind for horror. He's really showing it. And um, I really enjoy this movie. And it's it's a Elizabeth Moss cameo kind of thing. She plays two different people. I kind of like Elizabeth Moss in this movie, too. I didn't yeah, expect her to be in it, in it. And she's pretty good in it, actually. Yeah. So. I think, no, I think, um, I think Us is low key brilliant. Uh, Jordan Peele. 
makes movies that um, I think Jordan Peele makes movies that are not only ambitious but also terrify you and they make you think because for example this movie makes you think about humanity it makes you think about yourself it makes you think about what divides us uh it's filled with fantastic performances um especially Lupita Nyong'o she knocks out of the park um and it's just a scary ride I think um as far as Jordan Peele's films, I think Get Out is a tighter, better movie, but I think Us, it works more as a straight horror film, if that makes sense. I guess. I don't know if I agree with it, but I guess. I, but I see what you're saying. I mean, I don't find Get Out scary. That's the only thing. I, I, it, it's, it's enthralling in parts, but I think Us is more of a straight-up slasher film than, than Get Out would be. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that much about... Us? All that stuff he was just talking about. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I don't get into movies. I just watch it. I enjoy it. There you go. I don't worry about all the other stuff. <laughs> this movie, I I've said this before because we've had it in we've had another it thing. It was okay to me. It wasn't great. A lot of the themes I've seen before. A lot of the stuff that he's presented I've seen before in other movies, and I saw where the ending was going. Also, halfway through the movie, this was this was no surprise. This was it was an okay movie to me. It was not great. I thought the acting was fantastic. Yeah. Hands down. Uh especially with them playing both parts. I yeah. mean, I thought that all of them did fantastic with that part. Story was just okay to me though cuz I just like I said I've seen a lot of this before. I've seen a lot of these things before and it just it was okay to me. I think Winston Duke had the hardest part on the on the second other time. All he does is a grunt. That's true. He is he is crazy. I mean they're all crazy on the on their doppelganger side, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I don't want to give too much away because this movie does have its surprises and then it has your open ending in a way, um, if you want to think of it that way. So uh, there is an opening to this movie, kind of. It's a weird one, but it's different. And I it's think it's a, it is different. There are It does take things from other movies for sure. But I do like the, what he did. Um, a lot of plot. I, I, think, I agree that it's low-key boom, but a lot of plot holes in it too. Yeah. With, some, are... with some of the... I'm just going to say over underground overground stuff. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. There's yeah, a lot of things that don't make a lot of sense. I, I will agree with you 100%. <laughs> That's agree. all I want to say about that, really. I will agree but. with you at 100% in the fact that, yes, there are multiple <laughs> things in this that you can pick apart and be like, how did they get all of this? Yeah. Or how did this even How did this even come about? I 100% agree with that, but I don't think that's the point of the film. I oh, think no. It, I think it's far beyond that, and I do think I do think it's a lot deeper. I don't think it has I don't think it has as many layers as say Get Out does, um, but I do think it has layers to it. I think there are subtle filmmaking things that Jordan Peele does in this that are brilliant. I think Jordan Peele's an excellent filmmaker. I think this works really well as a horror movie and a movie that is really psychological as well. Um, and, and I really, really dig it. I understand, David. You're like, it's all right. I, but the thing is, you it, said it got a seen... lot of mixed reviews when it first came out. To be honest, it got yeah. both sides of it. Yeah, it was, I was either was saying like, I was either saying like it was okay or loved it or scariest movie ever made. You yeah. know, <laughs> those, it was those one of those movies. Things. Yeah, um, it's going against the Mist, and I think the Mist is a very underrated movie. That's why it made this it made this bracket because it's I think it's fantastic. Um, it brings in like it brings in monsters. I'm a big monster fan. When it's done right, we um, especially when it's done right. There's a lot of monsters movies on here, but especially when it's done right, you know, the basically the movie is there's a mist that comes about. They get there's a they're in a grocery store. The people that go out in the mist, there are weird creatures that look like our kind of creatures, but they have different abilities, or they're bigger, or 
like spiders spitting acid or acid webs or a big is it an octopus or squid? It's one of the. I don't know what it is exactly. Yeah, yeah, but it's got like razor, like it's like razor. Yeah, yeah. So mess you up. You don't see a lot, and and then you kind of get told where they're from in a way, and then. It's a good story. It's got a lot of people from Walking Dead, and if you watch it, it's got like that's four true. or five characters from Walking Dead. In it. <laughs> I was looking it's strange, at it strange, right? Like, wow, that's weird. Um, but no, this movie, I think, from start to finish, it's gripping. I think it's hor- it's horrifying throughout. You see a lot of gory deaths. Um, you see a lot of cool monsters, and then the end will rip your heart out. And it's got I absolutely love the ending. It's got one of the best oh, endings, man. in my opinion, of all of one of, of horror films, just because it's so. Horrible. Yeah. It's so, but it's like I'm not gonna say what it is. I know, it's, I know it's old, but I just, it's hard for me to bring it yeah, out in the first round. Seven, but still, but, I don't want to destroy it. But whenever he's like taking, basically, just gonna take it, you know, and then bam, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, I feel man. so bad for this dude. Like, <laughs> yes, because he's they've literally fought their way through this whole thing. He mm-hmm. just, you know, I'm good. You know, I I live with what I've done. Yeah, and he lives with what he's done. <laughs> so that's the thing. Through, yeah, like you said, throughout the movie, it's a fairly gripping, fairly engaging horror film uh that it it works um and then the last five minutes is a complete gut punch that will ruin your entire week Absolutely. it 100 percent does it's, and it's not written that way right yeah, that's no, not the way he read i actually read up on that today i was thinking i was like oh, i want to read about that before i talk about it tonight but yeah the frank darabont who also did the shawshank oddly enough um frank darabont asked stephen king he's like can i change your ending <laughs> and he's like yeah i'm gonna make it super depressing it and stephen king's like all right do it i mean he, <laughs> so he'll thrive on depression, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's Thomas Jane is the main guy. Yeah. Thomas Jane, I, yeah. I didn't say it, but Punisher. He's actually really good in it. He's good in a lot of things. Then really, he's, he's a except very, Predator. He's a very underrated actor. I think. He's horrible in Predator, but the whole movie sucks. So the the new one, the Predator, it's whatever. Put the on like Fast the and the. Furious. Well, this movie is it's very it's you know it's very Stephen King ish though. It's it's uh. Because it's Steven, in Maine. Well, not just that, because but <laughs> a lot of you know, the way he writes, everything is very character driven. And this movie is very character driven. It's all it these is. people stuck in a super, in a in a in a supermarket, you know, just trying to hide out, trying to figure out what's going on. And not only is there's all kinds of crap going on outside, but then you've got conflict going on inside and people mm-hmm. turning on each other. Because yeah. people are stupid. And so there's there's two horror elements going on at the same time. And then you bring in all these. The only thing I wish that was better, and I, they couldn't help it because it was 2007. I wish the effects were a little bit better. Yep. Yeah, I know what you mean. They're not bad, but they're not exceptional. You right. look at it and you're like, oh, that's CGI. Yeah. You know. So that, I think that's the only thing that I could say bad about it, but I can't really say it's bad because of the time that it was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but as far as, I mean, the acting was good, the story was fantastic. Uh, like I said, you're dealing with conflict outside and inside, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it and it, it all comes to fruition where eventually people have to head out into the world, and that's when you get, like you said, the most gut punch, horrible scene of the movie, and of almost I, all movies. Like I, I, I absolutely love hurts. I absolutely love how he finished this movie though, mm-hmm. because I did not see it coming. No. It was no. it was it was a shock. It was a surprise, and it just depressed the crap out of me. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh! Yeah, it um, it it only had an eighteen million dollar budget actually, which is not a crazy amount, and so that's not probably where you're. They don't have a lot of money for the right. effects, like you said. Right. They could uh, they could went practical on a couple things, but some of their monsters looked just too big. Yeah, but um, the story, I think the story, you know, 
held it together real well, even though the effects, the spiders were fantastic. I mean, yeah, I don't like spiders or, <laughs> or acid spitting ones, really. Acid web <laughs> and ones. The, the, you I'm know, not a big fan of that. The flying creatures when they got into the supermarket. Those, I mean, this those big crab-looking things. You only yeah, which you only is see a, them a couple which times, is a, right? They do really good with because you only see it through the mist. You don't ever see it really. And I think that was you good, just kind of see, and that helps with the effects. I think know? that that since you only see a few of the creatures here and there. You know, your imagination gets to roam and, fig- you know, try to figure out what really is out there. Yeah. You see these big brontosaurus-like creatures out there, you know, walking around. And, but besides that, you know, your imagination runs it's, wild. It's pretty contained, and I think it does well with its budget because they knew it couldn't be a cabin in the woods where it could have, like, a bing moment and bam, everything. Because mm-hmm. they, they didn't have the budget. They didn't have anything to do with that. So I do think this movie is fantastic. I think it's underrated. It's actually not as underrated as I thought it was. It has a higher score than us on IMDb, actually. <laughs> didn't know that. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. But it's actually gotten more of a following. It didn't make a bunch of money. It made, well, it made $57 million, So I guess it did okay for an $18 million yeah. budget. But yeah. All right, so we're going to be voting between The Mist and Us. Who wants to go first? I don't know. You guys go ahead. I'm going to think. Okay. Well, after everything I said, The Mist. Um. So between these two, it's a tough one for me because I do really like us. I do really like the mist. Um, I think I'm gonna go the mist over us here. Um, I just think it's. I don't. I'm not gonna say a tired movie because it's probably not. But I do think when you think about horror films, they're both pretty horrific. And I, th- I think that the mist overall does it for me a little more throughout. I think it has a little more meat. Not more meat because, like you said, us is layered in a way, but. The Mist is something I'd never seen. That ending is something yeah. I just... And The Mist will make you weep. <laughs> that ending... That ending it is... Will. It's crazy. People hate it or love it. I just think it's... I think it's, I br- think it's, it's a brilliant excellent. ending. Yeah. Like, nobody sees that kind of ending coming for yeah. this type of movie. I don't think, at least. For sure, yeah. So. All right, so The Mist will move on. That's one that I wasn't sure about, you know? I was... Yeah. Before you come into what are you it. Gonna vote? I was probably going to say us. I like... I mean, I, I'm not mad. It's, it's, it's very close. I like The Mist quite a bit, too. So... Um. Yeah. So it's so you were gonna go us. You think? Probably. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm cool with it either way. It's not like The Shining and Psycho or anything. No, that one hurts. <laughs> um, that was pretty bad. All right. This next it's one. A tough one. <laughs> that one was tough. It, it came a little too early, probably. <laughs> but that's what randomizing does. It. That was that's tough. Great. Um. We've got Hereditary against the Invisible Man reboot, which just came out. Um, one twenty. So we'll talk about Hereditary um, real fast. We don't want to talk about it too much, but these movies because there's a lot to give away, and I just kind of want to give the basis. But uh, Hereditary is probably one of the scarier ones on this side of on the side we're doing right now. I'm not saying the whole side, but what I'm looking at, it's probably one of the most horrific ones. Um, it hits you with things you don't expect. Um, um, there's a lot of there's a pull in this movie you don't expect coming. Um, <laughs> like some characters. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, but no, this movie is great. It, it, the cinematography is great. There's times where there's a wide shot for reasons that, and I always look for things. When there's a wide shot, it's the, it's the director telling you to look for something, and I always do, and it's very creepy. The ending of this movie, talk about this movie quite a bit too, takes it a little bit away, but not a lot for me. I think the ending is w- what it's supposed to be, and I like it. Um, there's great performances. Um, I, I just think it's a really overall good movie, and um, Ari Aster with his first movie kind of kind of crushes it to me. So I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, 
I think I think Hereditary is brilliant. I think the craft of it is something that you don't see enough in horror movies. It's not like modern. It's not like most modern horror films where you get where you can just eat your popcorn, have fun, enjoy some jump scares and stuff. Because this movie just has a creepy tone throughout the entire film. And unlike most movies where you're like, oh, so-and-so's probably going to die, and there's probably going to be like a couple of people at the end, and then yada, yada, yada. This movie thrives on what it chooses to show you, when it chooses to show you, and when it doesn't choose to show you certain things. And it works so well of that. It is, it's fairly brutal. It's fairly bizarre. Um, it's, some parts are hard to watch, but it really unsettled me. This is one of the few movies that, when I watched this, my freaking chest hurt after watching it. It was just so... Um, it was just so hardcore, um, but the craft and the sheer skill behind the film, I think, is what works the best in it. Um, it, it will, I don't know, it just, it just unsettled me, and I think it works best because it, granted, there's some supernatural stuff in it, but it mm-hmm. is, it, it's kind of plausible. I mean, it could happen because at its core, the movie is a family drama. And you kind of stem off of this family and what happens to them. And like I said, there's some supernatural stuff in there, but it it's kind of plausible and it's really horrifying in that fact. And like you said, the performances are great. Tony freaking Collette is amazing in this. She's the most horrifying thing about the movie is how horrifyingly good she is. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's one messed up family. Just gonna say it's it. a yeah. Just gonna it say really it. Is. it. Really is. Really um, is. Thing that I enjoyed about the movie. Now we've talked about this one again. Yeah. You know, before. It, it, it made one. Of, and it made you all know how decade. I feel about. I love the movie going up until the ending. I didn't like mm-hmm. the ending. I didn't like the last what ten minutes or so of it. Just well, didn't, that's Just didn't care for it. <laughs> spoiler. Did not care I don't for. Know it. Spoiler, really. Didn't care for the <laughs> ending. But I did appreciate how the director continued. He kept the tone, the atmosphere. Throughout the entire movie, from from the first scene to the last, mm-hmm. uh, you felt like you were in a world that was just terrible. Yeah. I mean, throughout the whole thing, and it kind of kept you on edge. You felt like you 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 felt like you were being immersed in this this darkness that 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 these people were actually living through on the screen, and it surprised me at times. Um, the girl, mm. I mean, surprise. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and it, and it had it had the creep factor too. I mean, you know, Tony Collette. Hmm, yeah, okay. She's uh, <laughs> so good. I cannot say enough about her. Uh, but I do appreciate the the way he made this movie, especially Tony. The, the atmosphere throughout the entire movie was fantastic. One thing I didn't care about was the end. But, yeah. But going up there, I thought it was a fantastic movie. Yeah, I agree with almost everything except for the fact that I'm not sure how plausible this is. I agree. With the fact that the family is messed up, but without the supernatural element, nothing this happens. So you'd, you'd have to believe, and it, de- it depends on your beliefs. I'm not judging anybody's beliefs, but you have, yeah, you yeah, have to I'd... believe in that type of supernatural thing to be able to happen to a family. The family's already kind of messed up, but without that <laughs> yeah. happening, I don't yeah, think anything else happens. That's, that's true, because the supernatural element is what's causing this family to be... It's kind of, Even worse. It's kind of like the Insidious right. movies in a way. I mean, yeah. not, it's not the exact same thing. They're being influenced by an outside force. Yeah, and so yeah. Just, it's plausible on a certain degree depending on your beliefs, I guess, That's right? That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. certain things that happen where I'm like, well, I'm not worried about that happening to <laughs> yeah. me. But in the context of the film, it's I, I kind of want. I kind of want to become Spider-Man. <laughs> That'd be kind of... <laughs> not, not the way she does, but I, I think it'd be kind of cool. 
That's still one of the That's creepiest, creepiest shots, scenes yeah. I've seen in a long time. And, um, it's, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so this is going against the Invisible Man reboot. We this one was kind of a late entry. It did make it between a couple other things. This movie I think is quite good. It didn't get a lot of headway. It was, happened right before COVID, and also it was like well, it came out in February, which is a weird yeah. time for a horror horror ish movie to come out. You know, um, and so the Invisible Man is just a reboot of the original where. A guy's invisible, obviously, but what I like about this movie is they do it practically um, instead of a potion. I won't tell you how because it kind of gives away a lot of the movie, but it's a practical effect to it. Elizabeth Moss steals the whole show. We've talked about this movie quite a bit, too, but it's a gr- it's actually our very first podcast is this movie. <laughs> That's true. Um, and Elizabeth Moss is great. I actually watched some behind the scenes on this accidentally the other day. Not because of this at all. I, I'd like to say I did. I looked at it. I tried to find <laughs> it. It wasn't because it just popped up on my Facebook it was like ten minutes long of watching Elizabeth Moss fight nobody and be thrown. <laughs> you know, I just very very cool. Yeah. The practical stuff they do, like they have it the with the tables flipped, they flip the table because he's not actually there. You know, it's just really cool. And the craftsmanship it took to make this movie was very. Cool. It didn't have a great. It didn't have a large budget either, really. Um, and when I mean, you think about it, <laughs> you have an actor that's barely even there. So I mean, um, it just overall, I, I did like it. And that's. That's we I think we all did, and so that's why I made the list. Yeah, uh, yeah, The Invisible Man. It was a great surprise, truthfully. Um, you weren't. I mean, I remember seeing the trailer for this in early 2020, late 2019. I was like, "What a piece of crap that's gonna be!" Woo! Can't wait to dodge that. But we went. I, I heard good things about it, and I thought, "Well, it might be all right." And we went and saw it, and it was good. It really was good. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't outstanding. It's not going to change my life, but it was a solid horror thriller movie that um, kept me on the edge of my seat and kept me kept me enthralled. Um, Lee Wanell directed it of Saw and Insidious fame. He also directed films like Upgrade, mm-hmm. um, and he he knows how to craft a good thriller. Uh, I like the way it's shot. I like the way it moves. Um, it's not super fast paced, but it moves deliberately and intentionally. And I think it works better because of that. It's a great, fresh take on a story that you've heard a bazillion times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, Invisible Man, I wasn't expecting much when I went and watched it. Uh, you know, Invisible Man stories have been done hundreds of times, you know, from, you know, the 40s, 30s, whatever, to, to now. I mean, even there's dramas, there's horror movies, there's comedies even, you know, with the aspect of an Invisible Man. And so I was not expecting much, but I really, I really enjoyed this one. And I enjoyed how they made it modern mm-hmm. with the technology. And I think that was a big uptake on it. Uh, usually, like you said, it's like a potion, potion or, or, or something fell on them or, you know, some kind of weird thing. But this was intentional, mm-hmm. of course, with, with, with what they do with the, the technology involved. And, uh, of course, Moss is a good actor. I mean, she, she steals the whole show and it's yeah. it overall, it's just, it's a really, it's a fun movie. It's a good movie, and uh, I got no problems with it. When I saw the trailer, I kind of thought I saw the whole movie, but um, I didn't like I didn't like how it looked either. But we decided we were mm-hmm. gonna go watch it because I thought, what if it surprised us? And it did. It was, it was a pretty good movie, and so um, it deserves a beer. It's part of the newest one. It's on the list. Um, actually, it is because it's I like the so. newest movie to come out <laughs> in theaters. Really, <laughs> that any blockbuster type of movie, I guess. Um, Okay, so Hereditary against the Invisible Man reboot. Um, as much as I like the Invisible Man reboot, and I do believe it needs to be here, I think Hereditary is a better film. Um, Hereditary is going to hit some harder bumps coming up but um, that might push it, but I don't think Hereditary is 
I, I do think Hereditary is a lot better than Invisible Man, so I'm going to go Hereditary here. Ditto. Yeah, I know where you're going on this one for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm that, going Hereditary. That makes three. Okay. That's unanimous, Hereditary. That wasn't Ooh. the hardest one for the Invisible Man is great. That if you was pretty easy. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I mean, it's out now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good film. It's good. It's worth watching. If you haven't sure. seen Hereditary, you might want to... You need to watch it, but it's it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, it'll mess um, you up. All right, so now we have Insidious Chapter 2 going against Rosemary's Baby, the original. Okay. Uh, against, again, we're doing OGs. This has been remade a couple times. Has it been remade? It was remade into a... Um, uh, I don't think it was called it's a series. Baby, though, it was oh, called... Yes, yeah. it was a series with... Um, but they've made other movies. What's her name? Based on it. A series. I'm trying to think of it. Was, it was a series, but it's not... I can't think of her name. I'm going to look it up while, while, as we talk. But anyways... Um, we'll start with Rosemary's Baby, I guess. Um, I haven't seen this one really. I've watched a couple of things on it. I didn't have the chance to go watch it, um, completely all the way through. I know what it's about. It's been, um, I, w- I won't say it's been done a lot, but I understand where it, what it's done. It's, there's been a lot of things come off of this movie. It's been very, um, beneficial to film i think a lot of once you have like a, a satan son yeah. you know yeah, american horror story did it you know and a bunch of different things you have the antichrist and a bunch of different movies basically is what this yeah. is and so um it's a very creepy movie it's all about like you know they get put in the, he goes to go they go to this place people around him basically are witches you know and they get kind of tricked you know and it's a psychological thriller and yeah i think it's done really well well Personally, it's just one of those things. So I was um, Zoe Saldana. Couldn't think of it. I know it was Zoe Saldana. It's called Rosemary's Baby. It was yeah, a TV I, miniseries. Oh, okay, I yeah. saw yeah, one. Yeah, or, yeah. I saw one or two episodes. Well, there's I, only two. They're they're long though. I think. Yeah, I think we saw. I think they're we watched the first one. We didn't finish. We didn't finish the series. So it makes so. a four hour okay. Rosemary's Baby. I remember thing, that you know. now. Okay, I remember hearing about that vaguely, and I remember thinking that's weird. But uh, but no, I I think the I think Rosemary's Baby is fantastic. It's um, it's very. It's a very, very well done um, horror movie. And if you can even call it a horror movie, it's categorized as a horror movie, and I think it is. Um, it just gets under your skin because throughout the entire movie, you don't know if um, you don't know if Rosemary is is she is she being legitimate or is she or is this all in her head? Because mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie, you really never see anything supernatural. You never see anything that can't be explained necessarily. She starts she starts seeing things and keeps imagining things, and um, and that's the thing you have to think: is she is she dreaming? Is is she kind of just making this up? There's even a point where her doctor is like, "Oh, you're kind of losing it. You might need to go to a mental hospital." He says something basically like that, and she's like, "Okay, you know, I'll, I'll keep it in check, basically." Um, but but no, this movie's great. It's it's creepy. It just gets under your skin. I think the ending of this film is fantastic. Uh, Roman Polanski is a superb filmmaker. When this came out, this was such a cultural phenomenon. This made $35 million in a time where movies did not make $35 million. If a movie made $10 million, I was like, whoa, what a slam dunk. But this movie was crazy successful. Um, and it's it stood the test of time, I think, because... Now, granted, you get people who, you get the average moviegoer who only watches movies that are coming out, new movies and stuff, that they probably would not gravitate towards it. But film fans, if you watch this, you can sit down and go, this is creepy. This this is good. This this is great, actually. So, I like it quite a bit. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, <laughs> there's, 
it's a creep fest too. I mean, it is. come on, it really <laughs> is. It's a creep fest. Um, yeah, you're. I mean, you're right when when they make it seem like maybe she's crazy. Maybe she doesn't know what she's thinking. Yeah. But also, there's these undertones where she's finding stuff out. Where hey, maybe she's not crazy because mm-hmm. she finds out more about what happened in the apartment. She finds oh, out, yeah. finds out about what, who her neighbors really are. Mm-hmm. You know, that, you that want type to of believe thing. her. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, and like I said, creep fest when the demon or devil, you know, rapes her. Yeah. And then she wakes up the next day and, you know, it's supposedly, and you know, maybe she dreamed it, but then she's got scratches. And her husband's like, oh, no, I had sex with you because I just wouldn't have the opportunity to have a baby. You know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, man. Her husband's a POS. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Let's talk about that. Dude. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's a creep fest. Uh, as far as the movie making, yeah. Polanski does a fantastic job. Kind of weird, is, dude. This is one of a <laughs> one of a series of, of three movies, though in that in that series. The Tenant was another one, and there's mm-hmm. one other, and I can't think of what the name is. I saw it last is night. It like, I can't remember what it's called. Um, is it like Repulsion or something? <laughs> what am I thinking? I of? think I, that is might that, that might be it. Is I can't that a Polanski movie? Is. I may be pulling that out of my butt. I, I, I know, I know. T- the Tenant is one. I cannot remember the third one. Tenant definitely is. <laughs> I saw it last but, night. Uh, and watched that movie. I just saw that it was part of it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's well made. It. It's 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 a sli- psychological type thriller. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And and you know it has to do with the devil. I mean, yeah, you a, know that's your the devil aspect. in a coven. So yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, it is definitely a horror movie. It's it's good. I I mean, for nineteen was it sixty eight? That's a. It's a good movie that still really holds up if you if you go back and watch it. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a decent movie. Yeah, and um, but it's a creep fest. It is, and like the, the all the neighbors are weird. Like it just it just makes you feel unsettled, you know. It just does that for you. Um, it's going against Insidious Chapter Two. Um, and Insidious, I think we've already talked about the first one um, a couple weeks ago, but um, I actually prefer Chapter Two over over the first one um, because I like how they dive into the further more. Um, a lo- most of this movie's in the further, and I think that's what it benefits from. You get to see, um, you know, there's a twist at the end of Insidious that leads into Insidious Chapter 2, and you really get to see a lot. This movie is really creepy. Um, there's a lot of creepy aspects. You get to, it plays with time a little bit. Which, you know how we talked about how going back and forth can actually hurt a horror film? Mm-hmm. I think this one benefits from this one. It's really cool. You it kinda, works, yeah. It works really well with the further and the time aspects, and, um, I was gonna say if it's done right, yeah, yeah. And, and this one, fantastic. I, there's a yeah, there's a lot of demons in this one. There's a lot of spirits. There's a lot because the further is mainly where this takes place, and then it kind of comes out a little bit. So you have Roseburn, and you know you have stuff on the outside, and blah blah, blah on this side, and all that stuff, and you get um, help from dead people. And I, I don't know. I just think, and you kind of get to see where the demon that was following him, the dad who this person really is, where they came from. So I think it just unravels the first one and really, I think it really benefits from that. And then you kind of have to figure out your way back from the further. Cause he's never been this far in before he's never gone this far. And so he doesn't know how to get back. And he basically, they have to send his son inside to get him back. And it's really interesting yeah. to do that. And I think it's just done really well. And kind of a reversal from the, first yeah, movie. yeah. He sent the dad and now you guys, in the, he's so far in, he doesn't, he doesn't even know, They've kind of switched in a way, and so he's got to get brought back out. And there's only one other person that can do it. His son can dreamwalk into the further, you know. And so yeah. it's an interesting concept. So. Yeah, it is. I agree with you. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I 100% think this is better than the first one, but I do think it's really good. It's nearly on par. 
Um, it I think it works better actually as a mystery because it's mysterious. There's there's a good like you said. There's a good creep factor that that this mystery that they dive into. Um, it's it's really engaging. There's a lot of very creepy, eerie scenes. Um, a lot of stuff that'll a lot of stuff that'll stick with you. Um, Patrick Wilson's excellent in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we've talked about James Wan before. I think he can direct the heck out of any horror movie. Um, he he just knows how to make horror films well. And this, as well as the first Insidious, um, it's it's just a good solid horror film. And it does so without being extremely violent, extremely gory, extremely profane or anything um i mean that crap doesn't bother me but it's if you have a successful pg-13 horror film then i think that's saying something yeah uh like you know like you said i i I enjoy this concept a lot i like movies when your typical horror movie say even like your slasher movies they happen you know in the setting is usually somebody's real life that type of thing and you know they run around being chased, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I enjoy movies where they, they take it to a different place, a different dimension, a different, like the un, the un, whatever you call it. The, it's the further in the this. The further. Yeah. I enjoy that because it's it's a whole new world to explore. And I enjoy exploring these different places, uh, you know, through these characters' eyes and how they live it. And so it's fun to go to a different place, a different setting, a different dimension, whatever it is. It's just fun to, to go through there. The acting, of course, is fantastic. Uh, the story, I thought, was really good. Uh, I don't know which one I'd say is best, though. I like them both. Yeah, know, I'm with you. One and two. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a fun movie to watch. I enjoy I enjoy both of them, and I'd watch them again, no problem. Yeah, I just put two above one for me because every time I look at it, I just want to watch two instead of one. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think I just think it's part because you get to see more of a cool or they dream walk in a different dimension. You get to see quite a bit more of it. I think that's why I like it more. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe because you get to... Explore it a little ex- more. Because a lot of times when you have an explorative movie, a sequel, it's not very good. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like Matrix Reloaded. I mean, like, you have a first <laughs> Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded explores the Matrix a little more, and that movie's not as good as the first one. Yeah, they world build. They world, yeah. And then this one, they world build, but it works. And so yeah. I think that's why I prefer it. Maybe I just like that. I like when it actually works. It barely ever does. Yeah. Um, it just depends. It just yeah. depends, yeah. So, okay. So it's Rosemary's Baby going against Insidious Chapter 2. The first Insidious did make it through, actually. Kind of it did not. It did. It oh, did. Okay. the first one has made it through it to the uh, beat the collector, I believe. Yeah, so it's on the first one. The first one's on its way to becoming out there. So, who wants to go first? Insidious two, chapter two, whatever, or Rosemary's baby? Okay, uh, I'll choose Insidious. Chapter, oh. Insidious chapter two. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I totally respect your opinion. I'm gonna go Rosemary's baby. I think it's. I, I like. I, I like Insidious Chapter 2. I think it's a fun horror film, but I think Rosemary's Baby is on another level. I think it's brilliant, really creepy, um, and still holds up to this day. This was, not, this was not hard for me, Insidious Chapter 2. Oh um, I I don't mind. Like, I like Rosemary's Baby. I think it's creepy. But I just think I prefer... I, I really like Insidious Chapter 2. I think, I, I think it's better than the first one. The first one's made it past some, some pretty good movies. And I think Rosemary's Baby is a great movie, too. Um, I just think it set a precedent... For the creep factor, you said the creep fest and everything, but um, I really back and see a chapter two a lot. Uh, I think it's 
really, really good. So you guys just hate classic movies, is what it is. Well, That's love, what it is. I actually love no, classic movies. Love like classic movies. Pre nineteen eighty. I like, love classic movies. I'm not movies. voting for that crap. And you know, we were talking about last time. We talked about uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And I told you that it just seemed like it didn't feel like a horror movie so much as like what we see nowadays. Yeah. Well, I I saw something the other day that said the re there's a reason for that, and the reason was because. Toby Hooper was trying to make this a PG-13 movie. Really? So he cut most of it out. Really? Yep, and he still he still got the R rating, but he did everything he could to make it PG. That's weird. <laughs> That's it crazy because it's, it pre- it's pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, it's still pretty brutal. Yep, it, it is. Um, so, yeah, and see chapter two moves on. Um, we've got a couple of movies to go. Like I said, like I said, this bracket's kind of weird, so we're going to go over... The same movie it's already won is going against something else, so we'll just talk about that one, basically, and then we'll go ahead and vote again. Um, so we've got Hellraiser, which I already talked about. It's going to go against 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, this is a movie that got dropped out of nowhere. J.J. Abrams decided that he was going to make himself a sequel to Cloverfield, and it was just dropped on us. Mm-hmm. It had a trailer, and it came out the next month um, or two. And so, and I don't know if you like Cloverfield. I'll, the first one is all ha- is handheld. This this one is not. This one's more of a another psychological thriller. It's all in like a basement type thing where um, you don't know what's really going on. If he's telling the truth, not telling the truth, um, and then the way it ends, you find out what really happened. It's she's trying to get away, but she's should she get away? You don't know if she should try to get away or not. Because if if she is wrong. She's going to in, out into a Cloverfield world, which we don't, which we know Cloverfield's crazy. The DJ Abrams world is crazy. If she's right, this guy's crazy, and she's fine. She's just been she just been abducted, and so it's a cool abduction movie to sci-fi movie to psychological. It's all contained except for the very end, basically, in one place, and it's so well done yeah. that it's so creepy to contain something in one place. And to be done so well, mm-hmm. I really like the Cloverfield movies. I haven't seen Paradox, Heard of Blows, I haven't watched it yet. I, I like the it's first. Two. I like the first two a lot. I, that yeah. kind of some people don't. And I get. I'm that. not a big fan of the first one. Yes, and I understand completely where you're coming from. Um, I just something about monsters movies for me, and the Cloverfield is a monster <laughs> universe, and so it gets me. I, I I agree with you. Yeah. No, I like Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, I don't think it's particularly scary because I don't really think it aims to be like a straight up slasher horror film but it is an enjoyable psychological thriller it works very well as a thriller the it's very tense it has a lot of great moments it has a lot of creepy moments um but it it works very well i enjoy it very much Uh, i don't have a ton to say about it i just like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a good movie i mean definitely psychological thriller uh it builds a lot of tension between the characters uh because as you said Nobody knows that this guy is telling the truth. You know, is is he just crazy and he's got them locked up down here? I mean, so then at some point they're like, well, he is crazy. John Goodman's great. We, John Goodman's he is good. fantastic. Yeah, I was just fixing this he says, you know, at the one point they decide he is crazy and we have to escape that type of thing. And he does everything he can to keep him from doing it. Uh, and then that's kind of how the whole movie goes almost until the mm-hmm. last, what, 10 minutes or so? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I would say much, yeah. they decide the, the whole to fight time back. Is, yeah, it's kind of like you know we're friends, we're friends, we're friends, and all of a sudden we're not, and you got all this conflict that's going on inside this little space, it's very small, very small space, very small. and that I think I think they use that space really well with the three of them in this in this story 
uh, you know, and then I'm not going to go into it, you know, what happens afterwards, but I mean, it's Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So that's going to go figure. <laughs> oh, yeah. The acid scene is brutal. That's all I'm going to say about it. But no, I think John Goodman is scary good in this. Oh, yeah. like, he's fantastic. He's a good actor. I've always known it. But I, when, I, when, they, when I saw the trailer, I was like, well, it's John Goodman. How? I mean, he's Sully. I was like, how <laughs> how creepy could he really be? And he's really carries this movie. I mean, the main girl is good in it, but he really carries this yeah, movie. He's a psycho. He's a. But is he? That's the whole point of the movie. And he is psychotic, but. For maybe a good reason, you know, yeah, and so yeah. I think it does what it's supposed to, and it's it made the list because of yeah. because of that. I mean, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead's pretty good too. Yeah, she's yeah. good. And then the other guy, um, John. Can't John, think of his name. John Gallagher Jr. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's pretty good in it too. Have you all seen Hush? Yes, he's really good in Hush. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. That's a that's a rough movie too. Talk about like messing it. with people. <laughs> Never mind. Anyways, but um, okay, so Ten Cloverfield Lane is going against Hellraiser. Okay. Interesting matchup for me. Um, it's right. really weird matchup, actually. They're, I was gonna say they're almost complete different. They're almost Com- the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, you got a psychological thriller and demon for sure. Horror. <laughs> yeah. So where are you guys going? I'm gonna go Hellraiser. <laughs> I like Ten Cloverfield Lane. I would probably watch Ten Cloverfield Lane again before I watch Hellraiser yeah. again. But um, but Hellraiser is more disturbing. It works better as a horror movie. I'm going Hellraiser. Yeah, I second that. Hellraiser. I want to vote 10, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Just to let everyone know. Okay. I like Hellraiser, but like I said, I've just got something weird about these Cloverfield movies. Just like them. I like them too. Yeah, yeah. I really do. And I didn't I like they work. You well. know, the first one. I didn't like the handheld aspect of it. I didn't care for loser. No, I understand that. Either. That's actually it's, it's most weird, people's problems with it. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird movie to choose to film like found footage style. It is. It is. But I don't know why he decided that. I think it could have been better without it. But I think what he wanted for you to do is to actually just ride with them. Like what they're doing. Like, well, you know, and I, I get that. At this point, I think I'd seen so many found footage movies. I heard it was based just, on, ugh. I heard it was based on real life footage of the nine 11 terrorist attacks. It was that they were, that they were going for that sheer panic handheld aspect mm-hmm. while, while, um, seeing all these monsters. There's movies, even, but. there's even, um, Similar explosions to big yeah, towers. You know, I don't, and I don't mind completely the the handheld thing. It's when it gets too shaky, almost that it's it gets too much. Eventually. I, like the, I like the monster in it. So, fight me. There's, mm. <laughs> I don't know. I just like monsters. The monster's not bad. There's a good middle ground of where you use shaky cam to your advantage, and then there's also it can be way overdone. Like, look how much this is so intense. Oh, we're shaking. Ah, it's uh, it's hard to do a shaky cam with a whole. But the whole city, and that's when it went downhill. It's not in the movie we're talking about, but it's—I it, it, mean, we're not. We're but still talking about it's—it's—that's it. when it went downhill a little bit. It's when they show the whole city in a shaky cam, it's yeah. kind of—I mean, I get where they're coming from, but it's like you can't be immersed into what's going on because they're about ten miles away from that explosion oh, they yeah. just saw. So, anyways, that's not even the movie we're talking about. It, it lo- I don't. Did it win? No. Clover. No, I mean Cloverfield. Is Cloverfield on here? The first one, I think, is... Well, I didn't think it was on here. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just 10 Cloverfield Lane. Anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> I knew one of them made it. Okay, anyway, so Hellraiser goes through to... Too many movies we've been talking about. I know, and, and a lot of them are just like... Some of them are sequels, some of them are not. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it goes on to the next round, which will be later. So um, the next one is kind of another weird one. It's The Mist, which I talked about quite a bit, going against The Purge. Um, this is the first purge. We included the purge because I think it. Not the movie, the first purge. No, not the first. No, it's <laughs> the actual purge that was first made. I hate the purge. Their I, I know, on I know, these films. I know, me too. It's the actual 
purge that was made first. Because <laughs> I mean, yes. I, in production, Ethan, Ethan yes. Hawke's purge. Ethan Hawk. Yeah, um, it's included because I think it started a franchise. Uh, yeah. Not of great movies. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the biggest purge fan. I have them. A couple of them. Half of them are. I, I'm gonna go with. 25% of them are good, probably. Yes. And that's not even the whole movie. I like I like parts of each movie. Um, but it started a horror franchise. It started a, a weird thought of what if everything was legal for a whole night? It's creepy. People go out to their advantage. You want to live better because <laughs> you actually, don't, you know. I actually think that the, the TV series almost did a better job than, than the movies did. I hadn't seen the TV it's, series. It's, I haven't it's pretty decent. I've, I've seen both good. seasons. Really? Cool. Um, no, it's, it's a cool interest. It's interesting. It's a very interesting thought. Not like, maybe not a good thought, but it crime rate is down to like one under one percent. One night a year, you hear the big noise, and you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. And then you get Ethan Hawke, and he's like, "Well, buy my stuff because you won't die if you have my security system." And then you get a home invasion movie. Yeah. And that's where the movie really suffers because you want to see what's happening outside. Mm-hmm. And then, then the movies do that. And you're like, I don't care anymore because <laughs> they show you too much. <laughs> and so they, they couldn't find the middle boundary. I think what's the second one called? Is it, The Purge Anarchy. That's, is that the one I like the best? I think that's, that's the, my, that's I think that's my favorite, favorite one with Frank Grillo. That's the one I like. Yes, that's my favorite. Purge Frank Grillo is in two of them. But. And then Purge Election Year, he's in it too. I don't yeah, mind I, that one. And then the I first really Purge like blows. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really on. like three and four at I, all. Nah. But... We're talking about the first one it becomes a home invasion movie with masks, you know, kind of strangery. Of strangers. strangers. Yeah. Um, it's very creepy. Um, Ethan Hawke doesn't have a lot of luck in these type of movies, <laughs> which we'll be talking about in a minute, too. Um, <laughs> and he's in another one of these movies. Yeah. And he doesn't have the best end of the stick. Um, these movies but, came out back to back, too. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know. It was something that you just hadn't seen before. And I think that's a very int- that's a cool thing to do with cinema mm-hmm. to release a movie that is just a little different. Was X two the best? No, but yeah. it's different, and I think it did the horror aspect it needed to do. I agree with you. When the so. Purge first came out, I thought, "What an interesting concept! That's going to be awesome." And <laughs> I like Ethan Hawke. I like Lena Headey in it. Um, they're both good in it. Their kids in this are the biggest idiots yeah. I've ever seen in my life. A little bit. Yeah. They're, <laughs> such, stupid. they're such morons, yeah. the kids are in this movie. And that's the thing. They have such a cool concept, and they just turned it into a basic home invasion slasher movie. And it's not bad. I enjoy watching it. Don't get me I wrong. Too. But it's just a basic, generic home invasion movie. I do think The Purge Anarchy is a better film. The first one with Frank Grillo in it, I think there's more to it. It kind of explores the outside more. Um, and Frank Grillo's in like all these type of movies. He just finds himself in a movie. Yeah, he's good at that. But uh, I think The Purge Anarchy is probably the best one of them. But I do respect us having The Purge on here for what it started. It spawned this wild franchise. Like I said, m- like you said, maybe 25% of them are good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the other and that's not a whole movie. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm, pe- I'm picking parts of movies <laughs> yeah. and putting together. Yeah, the others kind of suck. But yeah. um, but mm-hmm. I respect I respect the first one for what it did. It spawned this un unexpected franchise basically and a new one's called purge first year Ooh. is it really i believe there's a new one coming out called Kill the purge me. i knew they were making a new fir- year. first year like the, from the very beginning um well the first purge was that too so i don't i, don't I, I remember what? thinking they, they said they're gonna do it on an island they scrapped that one it was called purge island yeah. <laughs> thank goodness they scrapped that that one's not horrible i think now that, it's, i think that's what they turned into the first purge yeah and now they're doing another purge who knows yeah, this is this is definitely concept idea over execution, without a doubt. <laughs> oh sure. Uh, when I first heard about it, I thought this is going to be super cool because this is just 
this type of thing's right up my alley. Just you know, something new, something different. Uh, the concept is 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 really awesome. Uh, but they still have not. How many movies they made now? Four or five. There's four. They still have not done it as well as no. It they, done. I mean, nothing you know, hit it out of the ballpark. I guess it's, no. uh, they mm. have not executed even half as good as it probably could be. Yeah. Um. There are a couple twists in this, uh, which which was cool. Yeah, yeah there I agree. is. There I is. Mean, I agree. Okay, you know, I mean, <laughs> the neighbors come to help, you yeah. know, but then you find out, you know, what their intentions are. That type yeah. of thing. They want to so, sell them as sex, right? Slave. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so a there, deal. <laughs> so there is a little bit of a twist here, but it was that was a cheap twist, really. I mean, it was the movie didn't live up to what it could have been. Uh, it was good. I'll watch it here and there yeah. every once in a while. I've probably seen it two times. Uh, Same here, I think. But seen it three maybe. But it's you know, it's just it's not something that's over the top fantastic or anything like that. Talk about it's cheap. just the but the really the concept is fantastic. His uh, his his security system sucks. They get through it pretty <laughs> easily. Like uh, they do spend a good forty spend, minutes trying to get in. I know, it. but like I feel like they just uh, there is forty minutes, but most of it they're just messing with him. And then finally, like you know what, let's do it. I'm like, because right. don't they get like a they get like, like a. a Freaking wrecking ball or something. Yeah, or dozer or something. It's been a minute, but they get something to come through the door, which I get most things wouldn't hold up against. But this is like top of the line. Yeah, you know, and their kids are dumb. Yeah, which I mean, help. and they mentioned this you know, in the, the first part of the yeah, movie. Kids are hey, I got a big bonus because I sold mo- the most, you know, security systems. It's the best system ever. Yeah, yeah crap. It also tries to get you to. I mean, think- how good is the best security system ever? Really? <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> Purge era, uh, it also tries to get you to th- hate the rich. In this movie, a little bit like there's a little bit of that. The sequels try to do that too because the rich can afford these systems, but the poor can't. So they die mostly. (laughs) And then I think I think it's I think it's commentary. It's trying, but it doesn't do it. And then election year really hits home with rich people and cults. (laughs) So really does. um, We're just talking about purge, but it does spawn a franchise that is just okay. And but the first one. A lot of people think it's the best. I think I prefer Anarchy, probably. I do too. And even that's not a great movie. It's not it's, hot. I just think no. it's the best out of the four. Um, so The Purge against The Mist. I'll go first. I prefer The Mist here um, over The over the Purge. I think The Mist is just... I mean, it's better. I don't want to... In almost every aspect. I mean, there's... The Purge is, is a brand new thing. Stephen King came out of his mind. Brand new thing. And... Still, that ending just kills you, and so the purge's ending. It's like whatever. It, I mean, predictable. It, people die, you know. Mm. Main characters die, but did you care? <laughs> you didn't. Did you really care? I didn't care that much, so I'm going the mist on this one. I'm also going the mist on this one. Uh, I have a strong feeling David was also going to go <laughs> the mist. Yeah, we're going to make it a three peat. Uh, make it a three way. No, um, no, I'm doing that. And <laughs> <laughs> I agree, but let, let's be real for a second. If the purge was real, I. Would people really just be running around killing each other? No, they'd be like stealing MacBooks be, and stuff. At least in our There'd rural be area, out there. Yeah. The, from where we're, so they only show like New York and like California in these movies. Yeah. But in rural where we where we live, all I would I'd probably stay in just because I don't I don't believe in you know killing and stuff. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I'm a decent person. Yeah, I don't I, like to murder. I would also act. It's good to know. I would also act a lot better. You know, to, to strangers. Right. You know, <laughs> just in case I piss someone off and they try to kill me. Yeah. But I would just. If I did anything, be like, can I get the new PS5? I was gonna steal it or something. Like yeah. in our area, how many killers do we really have? I don't know. Hopefully not many. <laughs> but but yeah, dumb is like how many people are really gonna be like, I'm gonna go murder your entire family. But you get, you how many cults over there? <laughs> think about this too. If you had the actual purge and, and people go and kill people, 
then the next year you've got the revenge happening. So it grows from there from year to year. Everybody's after somebody else yeah, each time. That, that's all, I feel like that's <laughs> all it is. That's all the purge is. If it really happened, people would just be doing a lot of meth and stealing from Best Buy. And I don't, <laughs> which happened some this year already. And um, <laughs> we're living in a purge. Yeah. And I don't know if the crime rate were going on that much. Like I feel like no, criminals no. have They're, to do crime, right? <laughs> like some criminals have to well, be a now, criminal. Now the way the purge works, if you commit a crime. When it's not that night, you die. Oh, so you really? make, yeah. Is everything death according penalty? according to the TV show? If you've oh. committed, if you have committed a crime during the time besides that even night, petty theft, you're gonna die. Okay, really? well that makes yeah. a difference. Like any crime at all? The like the, if I jaywalk, are no, they gonna I'm, come just well, shoot this, me down? <laughs> this, the this, the one season there's my, there's these guys luck. doing doing a bank robbery. And one guy gets caught in with one foot inside the door of the bank when the when the sounds when the sirens stop, he gets he gets picked up, goes to jail. They're gonna execute him. Wow. So, I don't remember that being in the movie, but maybe it is. It's been a minute. So, if they added that, that means it's part of canon. So, that would make criminals not do stuff if everything's a death penalty. That's true. Okay. So that would be how you wrap that up that because <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, but I don't, anyway, how realistic? How realistic? It's not. It's never gonna happen. Uh, if it does, hope I'm not alive. So, and of course, they have cameras everywhere. So they can see everything you do. Yeah, it's all a propaganda. It's, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just it falls down. It falls apart a lot for me. So yeah, the mist is going through to go against Hellraiser eventually. That's weird. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go there actually. But these are um, strange. <laughs> all right, the next one is Hereditary, which we're talking about going against Don't Breathe, and Don't Breathe was also a last minute. One we needed I had to have a certain amount of movies, and we were thinking about movie. The numbers matter in brackets, and so I was thinking yeah. of some movies. I was look actually looking at my shelf, and I was like, "Oh, don't breathe, pretty good." Um, I love I like the movie a lot. We watched it in theaters. It's better in theaters for sure because it's, it's kind of it's more of a silent movie, kind of yeah, like quiet place. In theater, so. um, a movie a lot very silent because you know the guy's blind, and so he just listens a lot. So you hear a lot of listening. Um, it's like the descent in a house. A little bit, yeah. Or it, it's, it uh, uh, okay, kinda. Um, but this dude being blind is just a man. I mean, he is a beast. It's a great, it's a great contained movie. It's it it breaks some containment for a minute, and that's where it falls off for me because like the the main person breaks containment just to go back into containment. I don't like that. But yeah. um, overall, though, it's. It's pretty good. Um, it's just about a bank rob. It's not a bank robbery. It's about a robbery just gone wrong because they think he's blind, which he is. But he's also well, yeah, these, he's also crazy. Yeah, another home kids, invasion. These kids just want to rob this poor old blind man, yeah. right? But it turns out he's more than he's just also a poor jacked. Old blind man. And the twist in this movie is horrendous. It's, weird. it's it's well done, but it's like it's a weird, gross twist. Yeah, yeah. and it's not what you. I didn't, I went to this movie thinking, oh, not there's a whole different agenda to this dang movie. And it works. It's weird, though. It's, yeah, it, it, I agree. This it is really, really tense. I mean, this movie, a lot of the movie is just white-knuckling, don't-breathe kind of stuff. Honestly, it really is. It's very intense. The tension throughout this movie just winds up like a guitar string ready to pop. And it works very well because of that. It is a better home invasion movie than The Purge, essentially. I mean, it's a home home invasion movie done right. Um, And like you said, there is this weird um, plot point that they just throw in. plot twist is weird. They throw in a weird (laughs) plot point at the third act, and it doesn't make or break the movie for me personally. Some people don't like it. I don't really care. Um, But but yeah, overall, this is a really effective, really good horror film. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, Definitely watch it if you haven't. I mean... 
uh, I don't know what to say about it. You guys didn't say already. I mean, it's thank you. It keeps it keeps it tense. It keeps it you know. You've got a blind man against what three three people who well, it turns into two pretty fast. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> like quick against. You thank know, goodness, because that movie's wildly against similar three intruders. Right, mm-hmm. you get you know a blind man against three intruders, and in a way, you're almost rooting for the blind man at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're like, you is know, he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? <laughs> Until the third or act. Yeah. And then you realize, <laughs> exactly. oh, never mind. You're don't like, like him. Oh, they're all jerks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who to root for, really. <laughs> so, they're making a sequel. Are they really? So, yeah, it's it's a oh, good wow. movie. I'd, I'd watch it again. I've only seen it one time, but... I think I've only uh, seen it once, it was, too. It was, it was pretty Thrice good. for me. Really? Yeah, we watched it in theaters. We watched it with Matt. He hadn't seen yeah. it, and then I've watched it since. But, no, it, it has open ending to it, actually, and they, have, they are planning on making another one. I don't know when it's gonna come out. I don't know anything's gonna come out anymore. Um, but I don't really Will know. It be a, do you know if it's gonna be like a definite sequel? Like same yeah, characters? well they said it's definite sequel. Or I've heard. I don't want to say too much because it'll give away. But he is doing the same type of stuff, and I think she is over it. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it without giving anything away. Right. But it seems like it's gonna have the same characters because they really like those characters, except for the ones that don't make it. Some don't <laughs> make it. So. Um, uh, yeah, I had heard, ever since this came out, I had heard of a Don't Breathe 2 coming out for mm-hmm. years now, but I don't know. I hadn't heard much more about it since then. Yeah, it had some had some more steam going in before COVID happened. <laughs> See, and now who it. knows? Yeah. So, uh, COVID's halted a lot of movies. I don't know what it'll yep. do now, but... Okay, so it's Hereditary against Don't Breathe. So, who wants mm. to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. Hereditary. Wow. I didn't think you liked Hereditary that much. The um, ending... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think all of it's great, so I'm gonna go hereditary as well. I'm going hereditary too. Um, Don't breathe is great. It just hit a mon. It kind of hit a monster here because hereditary is, you know, it's great in my opinion. We all like it pretty well. So, but Don't Breathe is great horror movie. It, it throws a couple things that you're not gonna expect, and I think that's what makes a good movie. Is it weird? Yes, but there's no way you could expect it, right? <laughs> How could you expect that? No, um, it's and so, strange. It's different. So yeah, sure. so the last one of the night. Um, will be insidious chapter two who was the part of the upset of the day um going up against sinister um sinister is a very underrated film Uh, i like this movie quite a bit the second one is horrible so it spawned a bad sequel um but this movie is quite terrifying um and it brings you another thing you know it doesn't explain really what it is but it brings you another bad Thing, person that lives in photographs that's really interesting or the boogie oh, the boogie yeah i mean kind of or he has a name he has a name but yeah, i can't remember what it but is. it's it, like a demon right? yeah he's a demon but he brings a different aspect that before where he finds all the videos and you know he's in them and then he lives inside the thing and he he really like likes he, he pretty much wants your children and yeah stuff he like preys that. on it's, children it's just yeah. an interesting so vivid the way we yeah. that. <laughs> well, i don't want to give too much away you I know it's no. <laughs> i'm trying to be vague because this movie has a great ending <laughs> and it i does. Ho- I think we've spoiled it on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe before, I don't but remember, but um, I don't know. I think it's over overlooked, very underrated, and Ethan Hawke just can't get a break in these type of movies. But it's okay. Hey, he keeps signing he's up. Good. Bro. He's good in it. He's got a pretty rough in this movie. Yeah, he's he good is in good it. in this. This came out the year before the Purge. Yeah, um, that's what I was saying earlier. But uh, but no, Sinister is uh, there's a few cliche horror tropes that are throughout Sinister, but it's really hard to avoid the, uh, to avoid some horror tropes in most mainstream horror flicks, especially but, with um, a person like they have. Yeah, but you know I, I mean? will say I will say this movie is 
made very well. It's very competently made. It's directed by Scott Derrickson, who has directed Doctor Strange. Same movie. Um, same movie. Yeah, basically the same film. Exact no, same. He's done. He's done a lot of horror films. Like he did The Exorcism of Emily Rose. He did like the fifth Hellraiser movie we were talking about earlier. He did that like in two thousand. I don't like either of those movies. Um, I actually haven't like, seen Hellraiser five. I'm guessing you don't, I don't like, like it. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Not that much. I think it's, it's pretty okay. Good. Um. Anyway, and he's made like Deliver Us from Evil and a couple other flicks. Um. He's made a lot of good horror films, but yeah. um. Sinister's really good. There's certain moments where. Uh, like like you said, whenever Ethan Hawke finds this eight millimeter footage that he um, puts together and starts to watch, they really filmed this on eight millimeter film, and it is haunting. It is really bone chilling. It's creepy stuff. The rest of the movie is an interesting mystery that Ethan Hawke is unraveling in the film. Um, but yeah, the eight millimeter stuff is really what sticks with you, and really, there's images in this movie that I may never forget. Um, yeah. It is. It's really creepy. Like I said, there's some tropes here and there, um, but overall, it works really well. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, the 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 eight millimeter film just it does it for you as far as this movie goes. It it makes that creep factor go up even even more. And then, of course, there you go again with the creepy freaking children. Yeah, <laughs> I mean seriously, and and they do so well with incorporating those those films and 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 unraveling that mystery through those films and finally realizing what's going on throughout why, you know, why, why he's choosing these people, that type of thing does it's, it's, it's done really well and it has a fantastic ending, even though it is rough. It's, it's terrible ending, but it does have, it's, it's a great ending. It's, I don't, I don't think you could have ended it better as far as this type of movie goes. Yeah. And it's already scrutinized for the ending. I mean, that's the, one of the biggest things we don't like about it. I'm like, I don't know how else you expect it to go. Well, yeah, like, I mean, when you look at the uh, yeah, when you look you at the footage, a couple of minor things, when you look at the footage, though, I mean, that's how they had to do it. That's how you yeah. had to go. Yeah. Because that's how it happened in all the footage. Unless, unless you can beat them. Yeah, unless they would have stopped the curse. We're slightly spoiling, but unless they would have like stopped this boogeyman or this curse completely, um, then it just would have been a super weird, cliche, happy ending. It couldn't have had yeah. a sequel that no. sucked. The sequel's <laughs> not good, man. It's I, not good, no. Uh, but this first one, no, I really like all... I like. I don't like this, but I, I do... I, I like what they do with 8mm. You see all these horrific things, mm -hmm. and then he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> you know, like, is this going to happen to me? Well, and, and even, <laughs> with like, oh, mil no. <laughs> even with the 8mm... Oh, no. Even with the 8mm, though, they don't, they don't expose too much too early. No. You see more and more of the film as the movie goes on, mm -hmm. and that's when you see how horrible it is. The it movie opens was. with one of those 8mm yeah, yeah. films, right. and it's like right then, you're like, oh, crap, this is what like, I'm in for. Oh, okay. great. It, it's going to be a sinister movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see oh, what you did there. Rough, wow. wasn't it? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Sinister is going against Insidious <laughs> Chapter 2. They're in the same realm to me. Kind of, like, yeah. They're in the same ballpark, at least. This is the first one might be in the same ballpark. Um, where are you guys going? Me personally, I'm going sinister. Okay. Um. This is this is pretty tough. Um, it's not as tough as it. Uh, I don't know. This is this is fairly tough. I am. I'm also going to go sinister for the simple fact that it scares me more. Uh, it really and truly scares me more than Insidious Chapter Two. I don't think it's a flawless horror film by any stretch of the imagination, but. 
I think Sinister is a more scary film. Um, sorry for your Insidious Chapter 2, Jordan. Oh, it's okay. I've still got the first one in. Um, <laughs> Were you going to go Insidious, probably? Yeah, Insidious for sure for me. Uh, I like I like Sinister quite a bit, but I still think Insidious Chapter 2 is better. Well, if Rosemary's Baby would have went through like it should have, I would have gone that, no problem. But I don't know. You guys, well, that, you guys that hate was, old movies. I, no, I don't hate old movies. I just like Insidious Chapter over that. So um, I like a lot of old movies, actually. Um but we have a lot of old movies on here that I've been through. So what did put the shining through? Exorcist, Halloween. A lot, of, a lot of older movies. Exorcist, yeah. yeah. I said pre nineteen eighty. You guys are not for it. Uh, well, Halloween and the Exorcist <laughs> are both pre nineteen eighty. But so is the Shining. So is so Shining is nineteen eighty. Eighty. That's right. 80, so exactly. Is that's true. Do what? I'm just debunking you all over. <laughs> I don't over. care. You didn't go with any movie from the 60s. How about that? Both there was what? There was two? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up. Two of the best ones. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I mean, I'm not going to let that the, go. The whole Psycho Shine thing, that was a selfish choice. So. Yeah, that was tough. Oh, that was tough. Okay, so that was... I lost that, sleep over it. No, you didn't. So that was um, the end of this round. Like I said, we have one more region, and then we're going to get into the all the really harder ones. Um and also check us out on they're gonna come out on Wednesdays from now on. We are we've I've established an actual schedule now where every Wednesday is our mini pod and every Saturday is our actual um, thing. So that will be what you have to look forward to. Yeah, we got stuff coming out all the time because we are constantly on the grind. I'm gonna say that every episode. Sweet. <laughs> we are on the grind. No, we're constantly putting out stuff because we like talking about movies. Um, but yeah, if you like this episode. Um, if you want to let us know what your favorite horror movie is, if you agree with some of our decisions, if you don't agree with some of our decisions, cough, cough, Rosemary's Baby, that's fine. Um, there's places you can let us know. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Reach out to us. Let us guys let us know what you guys thought about this episode, or any episode for that matter. But till the next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> The <laughs> bubble,